welcome to the 14th episode of It's Time for Prayer. Welcome regular and first-time listeners, worldwide listeners, from every nation near and far. It's a real pleasure sharing the Word of God with you again today. Thank you all for taking your time to tune into the podcast series 1 to 13, and for all those who have left messages to say how much this series has been a blessing to them. Thank you, and may you be continuously blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Please get your notepads out to make reference of the scriptures so that you can read them again in your own time. Oh yes, the Bible says in 2 Timothy 2.15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The Bible says in John 5:12, He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. 1 John 2:23 reads, Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Our topic today is called The Word in You. Today we are going to look at what the Bible says about the Word of God. We will look at the Word, the Living Word, the Written Word and the Audible Word. May you receive the truth of the Word today with clarity. May God open your understanding, your spiritual eyes and ears. May you receive revelation to the truth of the word of God. May your inner man be revived and strengthened as you listen to the podcast today. And may the word of God not be stolen from your hearts as you listen, as Satan often steals the word from us, as explained by Jesus as he taught the multitude and gave his explanation of the parable to his disciples in Mark 4 verses 2 to 4 and verses 14 to 15. It reads, Then he taught them many things by parables and said to them in his teaching, Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow, and it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds of the air came and devoured it. The explanation given by Jesus reads, The sower sows the word, And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. I pray the word sown in your hearts today will not be taken by Satan. You will remember the word. The word will speak to you. Do you know the word? the living word. God wants us to know him, to know his word. That's right, to know Jesus, who is the living word, who came into this world as a human being and ascended back to heaven after his death and resurrection. I know not all of you listening are believers in Jesus Christ yet, but let's look at what the Bible says about who the word of God is. The Bible says in John 1, 1 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. In John 1 verses 10 and verses 14, it reads, He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. This biblical account of Jesus was written by the apostle named John. The scriptures is telling us, The Word was in the beginning. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The Word created all things that existed, including you and I. Jesus is the source of life. The Word became flesh and came into the world and dwelt among us. He, Jesus, came into this world unrecognized by his own people, but was revealed to others like his disciples, like the Apostle John, who wrote five books in the New Testament, the book of John, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, and the book of Revelation. And many others received a revelation of who Jesus Christ is. In John 1.14, John said, And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John met and was taught by Jesus Christ. He was called the beloved disciple, the Son of God who became flesh and dwelt among us, Jesus ate and ministered to John and the disciples and many others in the scriptures in the New Testament. In the book of Genesis, that's the first book in the Old Testament, we see the word in action. The first two chapters we read of the account of creation. Here we read how the word of God spoke and gave instruction to form the creation of the world and humanity and the things and things were created and became in genesis 1 1 to 3 it reads in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Right throughout Genesis 1, we read of God speaking things into being repeatedly. You read God saying, then God said, let there be, then God said, let there be, and God called, then God said, it is good, it is very good. The word of God is audible and has life, is alive. 
The word has the ability to create and God used that ability for creation. The word spoke existence into being from the super into the natural by the living word himself, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word spoke and things became. Then God said, What has God, the word said about you, to you? You will become whatever God has said you will become. Speak the word, believe the word, live by the word, read his word. Amen. We're going to look at the inspired word of God now. God wants us also to know the inspired word of God. That is the written word of God, which we are reading today. In 2 Timothy 3.16, we read, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Amen. The Logos, the written word of God, is profitable. I'm not talking about money here that may come as a result of the great things that will happen in your life, as a result of the word working in you and for you, not by getting money through manipulation of the word of God or any other scams for self-gain that sadly is operating in many churches. I'm talking about the power of God, the word of God that will enrich your life and change your life for the good that will add goodness to your life and others in many different ways, equipping you in every good way for service, for life, the right way, in God's way. Let's look at some definitions and synonyms of the word profitable. This is what God wants his word to do for us, working in us and through us, the word in you. We are looking at the various definitions of the word profitable in our lives. Beneficial, advantageous, useful, helpful, of use, of service, valuable, instructive, productive, worthwhile, rewarding, fruitful, gratifying, helpful, desirable, enriching, illuminating, informative, well-spent and truthful. The list can go on. May you receive in all fullness from his word today, in Jesus' name. Amen. It does not mean you will not experience tests and trials, but because you are a child of God and a greater one lives in you, you will overcome the word in you. Jesus overcame for you and I to walk in that fullness, in victory. In 1 John 4, verse 4, it reads, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The word in you, Jesus, the Son of God, 
will enable you to be an overcomer, overcoming that barrier, that limitation and stumbling block, that sickness, overcoming losses, tribulation and every negativity in your life, overcoming insult, ridicule and the slight of men and every antics of the enemy. I'm talking to someone about the word that will never fail you. Jesus is the living word that put on flesh and dwelt among us and is now dwelling in us by his spirit, the Holy Spirit, for those of us who are born again. The greater one, the word lives in you by his spirit, the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in John 14, verses 16 to 17 and verse 20, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. At that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. The Bible says in Psalms 119, verse 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. May the word be a light so that we can see ahead when in darkness, or where the way ahead is obscured. You may be unsure which way to turn, what to do right now, but the word of God will shine light unto your path. So read the word daily, and daily your pathway will have God's light. The voice of the word of God will speak. Are you listening? The word of God speaks to us in many ways. In Hebrews 4.12, we read, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. I like to describe the word like an x-ray shining light that can see and read the intention of what is not being said of someone's heart, but reading, discerning what is really meant. Oh, the power of the word. Give me more of the word to read every deceiver's heart. Amen. Interestingly, the word is described as a sword. And if you look at the word sword, it has the word written in it. The S, we could say, stands for the spirit. As John six sixty three says, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Jesus is 
the way, the truth, and the life. He is the living word of God. And he has sent his Holy Spirit to be in us. Amen. May you receive life by the Spirit of God as a result of reading the Word of God. Amen. Now let's look at the audible voice of God as God spoke to Saul on the Damascus Road, where Saul heard a voice, but he did not see anyone, neither did those who were with him. Let's read in Acts 9, 3-7. You see, sometimes the word speaks audibly as Jesus spoke from heaven to Paul, who then was called Saul of Tarsus. We read in Acts 9, 3, 7, And as he journeyed, that's Paul, then called Saul, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul. Why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. And the men which journeyed with him, with Paul, with Saul, before his name was changed to Paul, stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. He says, and he felt... He fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? All the audible voice of God. Let's listen to the voice that spoke to Samuel. 1 Samuel 3 verses 8 to 9. And the Lord called Samuel again third time and he arose and went to Eli and said here I am for thou didst call me and Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child therefore Eli said unto Samuel go lie down and it shall be if he call thee that thou shalt say speak Lord for thy servant heareth so Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. Has God been calling you? You may have had an experience, whether as an adult or a child, where you may have thought your parent or a sibling or a friend was calling your name and you you went to them asking them, Yes, did you call and they've told you no? Could that be the voice of God you were hearing? With God all things are possible. The word speaks in many ways. God reveals himself to us through his word, through Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. 
by his written word the written word of God the scriptures and he still speaks today and God is saying in Psalms 95 verse 8 for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand today if you will hear his voice harden not your heart as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. May you respond to the voice of God as he calls. May you respond to the voice of God as he speaks to you personally, through prayer, through dreams. You know, because oftentimes God spoke to people through dreams. God can speak to you through many different ways because the voice of God still speaks. It is alive. May God, may you hear the voice of God as he speaks to you by his word today. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every listener today on this 14th episode of the podcast of It's Time for Prayer. Today I thank you for revealing yourself by the word of God to every listener. I thank you for your word spoken today that will make great changes in their lives and situations. Father, I thank you for revealing yourself to them and answering their questions they had in their hearts concerning who you are. I thank you for answering them by the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for that person who will accept you today to be their Lord and Saviour because you have spoken to their hearts and revealed yourself to them in the person of Jesus Christ. I pray that by your word sicknesses will be healed because there is power in your word. Father, I thank you for all you have done in their lives and will continue to do because of the word. May your word continuously make a way for them as they pray, read and listen to your word. May your word transform their lives as we declare your word over and into every situation concerning them. May we remember you are the living word that became flesh and dwelt among us and you will never leave or forsake us because you are the living God. Continue to give them clarity by your word as they know you more in many ways. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And if today you wish to invite Jesus Christ into your life, please say and repeat this prayer after me right now. Wherever you are, we are inviting Jesus Christ into your life. The greatest and life-changing decision you definitely need to make as it has eternal consequences. You will only have the opportunity to do so while here on earth. So don't miss, don't miss it. Repeat after me. Father, I come to you today through your Son, Jesus Christ. I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe he came into this world from you, the Father. I believe Jesus died for my sins and the sins of the world. 
I believe Jesus rose from the dead and is coming back again. I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I repent of all my sins. Jesus, I invite you today, right now, into my life to be my Lord and Saviour from today and forever. I give my life to you today and I receive you into my heart, my life right now. Fill me now with your Holy Spirit. Fill me to overflowing. I receive your Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear listener, thank you for inviting Jesus Christ into your life and becoming a child of God and receiving the Holy Spirit. You are now born again. I pray you will find a good church that teaches and practices the Word of God. Remember to continue reading God's Word daily and continuously ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening today. Subscribe to the podcast to receive all new episodes automatically to your devices. Share the podcast with others. Let God be a blessing to all. And may today's word continue speaking to you in a personal way. Amen. Remember Colossians 3.17 And whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. And goodbye for now. Remember, read the word. Speak to the word. Speak to Jesus through prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen.